Simmons, is this the dagger? Sports. My name's Nathan. Joseph's back again. No surprise. I'm back. For me. the most important episode in Live for Sports history, maybe? Nah, yeah. probably not. But like. That was my introduction. That was the most important episode of Live for Sports of all time. All when right. I, when I was introduced. Uh, definitely not, but okay. Um, no, everyone's been asking me, or everyone's been hyping up the Canucks. They've been sick to start. So everyone's asking me, are they legit? I have said I'm waiting till December 1st. Guess what today is? December goddamn. No, it's December 1st. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're about to dive in to if the Canucks are legit or not. But before that, I guess we have to go over the Nikita Zadorov trade. That happened yesterday? Yes, that's true. Uh, Canucks acquired Nikita Zadorov from the Flames for a 2024 fifth round pick and a 2026 third round pick. Joseph, go ahead. Yeah, uh, this is a good trade. Um, it's not the home run people are saying it is, because Nikita Zadorov is a very flawed player. One thing that concerns me a bit about Zadorov is he's old school in the way that he'll absolutely light someone up along the boards, and everyone will get really excited, especially the old hockey men, and it makes them forget about when he gets turnstiled three times a game. So there's things with him you got to worry about. If he's on the third pair with like Ian Cole or somebody, it's fine. Because he can play both sides, even though Rick Tockett hates playing um, defensemen on their offside. But without Carson Soucy, it's a good trade for the short term and for the long term if they can get him signed to a reasonable price. Personally, he's making $3.75 million right now. I wouldn't go anywhere over 4 or 4.5 with him. Yeah, that's because he's, probably what, right 28, here. 29? He's yeah. getting older, right? But fills a need. He's big, he's strong, he's physical, he's good defenseman. He's good defensively. And um, they can't keep playing Akito Hirose, Mark Friedman, Noah Julson. Noah Julson, big minutes. They just can't. Rick Tockett doesn't want to do it, and he shouldn't do it. So, good trade for the Canucks. Mediocre for the Flames. Got a couple draft picks for an expiring player. I really feel like if they held out until closer to the trade deadline, they could have got more. But I think Craig Conroy is um, really concerned he's going to have another Johnny Goudreau, where he can't trade him, and he, he leaves for nothing, and that he's under a mandate to get something for these players no matter what. I'm very surprised that it only costed a third like a third in two years three years from now, right? Yeah, three two and a half years. Like for a guy who's about to play probably sixty games for the Canucks, like that's very, very low of a price. If you're paying for twenty games of Nikita Zorov or like twenty games and ten playoff games, let's say, sure. I'll take that price for a third round pick, but you're getting 60 games of them. It, to me, the price seems low, especially since the, like, if the third was this year, sure, maybe it works out, but a third in three years from now, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me um, for the Flames, but the Canucks, I thought, I like you said, not a home run. Like, it's not like Zadorov being made out to be a player that he's really not, but I think it's a very fair price or not a fair price i think they fleece to be honest i think the canucks fleece i wouldn't go that far it's a if fleece would have been a fifth rounder yeah okay fair. yeah um the third rounder is not insignificant if you look at it though it's really bovillier in a third 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, which I think is fair. Which Beauvillier was pretty useless at the end of his tenure. Yeah, he's playing fourth line. Like, what do you yeah, expect like from him? it fills it fills a need. I just caution people with Zadorov. Like he's he's not prime Chris Pronger. He's going to get caught out of position. He's going to look bad defensively. Mm-hmm. You got to take the good with the bad with him. He's he's a good player. He fits a need. They're going to be fine. But let's just calm down a little bit. To me, what it seems like, the NHL is a copycat league. Let, let let's be real. Everyone was trying to copy Colorado after they won, trying to be like speed because Colorado was all speed that year, pretty much. And then Vegas won last year, and to me, it seems like the Canucks are trying to copycat Vegas's blue line, which was just big, strong, heavy guys. That's definitely part of it, but we know Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvine, they're in lockstep with Rick Tockett. Like, they love Rick Tockett, they love his style, they love his identity, and he's been great so far. Mm-hmm. He's everything to them that Bruce Boudreaux wasn't. They didn't get along with Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux about anything, and they weren't shy about saying that. Yeah. So part of this is playing to the coach's identity, which I don't love. Because Rick Tockett, he's doing great right now, but there's going to be a day where he's not the coach anymore. And it's more than likely it's because he's going to get fired. This is Every coach in the league gets fired eventually, for the most part. So we got to be careful about tying our star to his wagon um, too soon, right? Because there's still plenty of time for this to go sour. So let's just chill out on the Rick Tockett party because he's already done a few things that have pissed me off this year. Yeah, that's fair. Andre Kuzmenko being number one. Yeah. He's, how he's ruined, and how he's pretty much ruined a 40-goal score. He's ruined his confidence. I, I think there's... I said this before, I think there's a reason why Kuzmenko is not scoring as much this year. I don't know if I've said it to you. Mm, it's, that, that's part of it. Okay, but the reason why I think mainly is because they switched him his spot on the power play. He's now in the like shooting spot on the left, on the like left, the OV spot pretty much. Yeah. And he's not a shooter from there. He's really not. And I think that's why Besser is seeing an in- increase in goals because he's just sitting net front and getting all these deflection goals and in the slot goals. Yeah, um, no, Kuzmenko hasn't been very good, and we know he's pretty shitty defensively, which, fine, he doesn't need to be good defensively. But there can't be a world where Phil DiGiuseppe is playing top six and Andre Kuzmenko's in the press box. Like, yeah. I realize you don't like him, Rick, and that's fine. He's not perfect, but he needs to be in the lineup every night because he's a very talented offensive player. And if you're living in a world where Elias Pettersson isn't producing, you need Kuzmenko to be in the lineup for more offense, mm-hmm. right? Like, Phil DiGiuseppe works hard. He's pretty decent defensively. He battles. He's probably the, the least skilled forward on the team by a wide margin. It is so abundantly clear that Elias Pettersson is playing through an injury right now. Yeah, Maybe it's his wrist. Yeah. And, and I, I think he's got a core muscle thing as well. He's not moving properly. Something's up, yeah. And I think it would be smart to sit him out, but I don't think he wants to sit out seeing as it's a contract here for him. Yeah, um, well, they got the Christmas break coming up, and... I think their schedule is a little lighter this month, so this is a big this is a big time for him to get healthy. They go eleven games in twenty two days next bit. Yeah, but then there's the break. Yeah, so, but it's only like a four day break. Yeah, well, when you're a West Coast team like the Canucks, do a lot of traveling. That matters mm. to have a four day break. So, I I expect him to be better, if, especially if he wants to get paid eleven eleven and a half million dollars, which is probably what he's going to command. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I guess we move on to. The moment people have been waiting for. What's that? Well, Nathan's OnlyFans account. <laughs> uh, no. Um, time to decide, or a time. I've made my mind up. I said December first. I, I've 
I've sat back on this long enough. I think it is fair to say that the start is legit, but people need to stop getting their hopes up. Yeah, I uh, don't disagree. They're a good team. They are above average. They are a probable top 10, top 12 team in the league. They should not have a problem making the playoffs, but they are not elite, and they are not close to elite. No. They are not a 12-3 and three team, whatever they were to start the year. And it's and shown they're six and six on their past twelve. Yeah, and they're not scoring as much. Their depth is um, decreased, and Demko's stats are a little bit down. They're battling the injury bug, and uh, people are slumping. Right, Patterson's slumping, Kuzmenko's slumping, Mikheyev, um, JT Miller hasn't been as good five on five as I would have liked. Brock Besser's riding high shooting percentages, like so Kuzmenko we'll last year. Yep. So, I mean, we'll see. I expect, I still expect them to be good, but there's going to be a regression. Yeah, and I think it's starting to hit a little bit. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of level out almost the rest of the season. Like, maybe not level out, but I'm not expecting them to be on the same tier as Vegas and LA by the end of the year, nope. like points-wise. But here's it. We're ready for a hot take. Okay. The Edmonton Oilers will finish ahead of the Vancouver Canucks this year. They've won four in a row. Okay. McDavid's back. Drysaddle's looking better. Stuart Skinner's finally providing them with above-average goaltending. Evander Kane's had a really good month, and it's only a matter of time before Nugent Hopkins hot and Zach Hyman get going. And Connor Brown's going to score eventually. <laughs> like he, he's not going to finish the year with zero goals, circa Tobias Reader of like 2019. Oh, I remember that year. Yeah. So, I it's going to be okay. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I think if you told me this. Well, yeah, September. In the middle of November. Oh, yeah. And then I would have said yes. But, you know, there's still... What are they still back? Like, 15 points on them? Something like that. But like, that's a lot of... Well... A lot of points to make yeah, up maybe, not a lot of time. Maybe but. they won't pass them, but the Oilers are going to make the playoffs. I'm confident in that. Yeah, the West is too much of a shit show. Calgary's going to sell. St. Louis and Nashville, I don't trust. Arizona's going to regress a little bit soon. Minnesota stinks. Could there be a sub-90 point team in the, in the West? Yeah. Like, they're, they're all on pace for it. Those, those well, wild card how teams? much did Florida have last year? Like, 88? 93. No, no, no. 93. Was it 93? Yep. Hmm, okay. I It was 93 or 94, but I'm pretty sure it was 93. Yeah, uh, that's that's interesting. I'll find out. Uh, well, yeah, Edmonton, Edmonton's going to be... Darnell Nurse actually playing really well this season, which is hard to do when you're playing with Cody Ceci. I can tell you that from experience. Even Eric Carlson struggled with Cody Cece alongside him. Prime Eric Carlson. Matias Ekholm is finally healthy. People forget he missed all of training camp and all of the preseason with his injury. Ryan McLeod needs to get going, but I have confidence that he will. He's playing on the third line. They don't need 30 goals out of him. And Fogel's pretty good. I like him. And we'll see if Jack Campbell comes back or not. Sorry, it was 92 for the Panthers. The, the uh, Dev, not the Devils, sorry, the Islanders had 93 points. Okay. And then the Penguins and Sabres had 91. Okay, okay. But yeah, um, Edmonton, they'll be back. They'll be back. Yeah. I... Yeah, obviously, the cold start was not expected, but... Well, when you, when you have 860 save percentage from your goaltending... Well, when you also try and completely revamp your defense system, like yeah, well, Woodcroft did, then... Well, even if you... Changing systems is not unheard of. 860 goaltending is... is that's peewee. That's terrible. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't matter what kind of defense you have. If you have 860, you're not going to win anything. Um, yeah, uh, back, I guess, to the Canucks a little bit. Their start is legit. 
but everyone talking about oh playoffs this playoffs that. chill out this is this is still the Canucks like I would like they're might fall off a little bit and they will fall they're off six and six in their last 12 they're starting to show regression um if you ask oh, I think they're gonna be a wild card team to be honest I don't think they're winning they're gonna be top three I think they're gonna fall off yeah they'll bit. finish below Vegas. and it's starting to show and call me a hater uh, I know some of the people I'm gonna send this to are gonna call me a hater on it but I, I'm just looking at the play and I'm I watch every game and it's deteriorating. They're getting... And another thing, their their schedule has been so easy the first month, and then now, what, they've played Vegas, uh, all the top teams they've played, I think they're like two two and four. Yeah, um, they got exposed yesterday. Yeah. For sure. By Vegas, who's just better in every facet. And keep in mind, what I do kind of like about their schedule is they don't play Vegas again till March, and they don't play LA at all in the year till March, okay. They get four. They get seven of their last twenty-one yeah. are against either Vegas or LA. So That's those, not good. well, it's not good. But they're going to be playing playoff hockey then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they'll okay. be prepared if they're gonna in the hunt. This this they is should be the worst NHL schedule I've seen in my life. Just I'm in sorry. terms of just in terms of like this isn't really Canucks related, but in terms of the balance, like we had multiple days where there was no games. We're seeing like today there's two games. Tomorrow there's like fourteen. Like it feels like we're alternating between three games, ten games, well, one game, six or nine games. There's there's reasons. Yes, I to know it. there's reason. Gary Batman would rather die than go against the NFL. No, but, that well that being one, but two also a lot of these teams share an NBA like a building with an NBA team, and they got to work out that schedule. Yeah, well, come on. Like then start earlier. Then start in September. And, and no then, one's gonna want to do that. Well, no, of course not. It's gonna take money out of their pocketbook, and that's not that's the opposite of Gary's job. Right, so. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been way too short. We gotta find a way to. Do you want some Otani talk? Do we want to talk Otani, yeah. or would we rather talk? Keep it NHL, or would we, do we want? Yeah. Quickly, quickly Ohtani. some Otani. All right. Uh, reports are that it's Otani is down to three suitors, being the Jays, Dodgers, and the Cubs. And a lot of the teams have backed out, like the Rangers, the Red Sox, the Mets. Cubs. Or are the Cubs still in? Cubs are still in. They're one of three. And then the Giants are unknown where they're at this time. The also last report I've seen is Otani would command a contract north of $550 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. But for the greatest player of all time, mm-hmm. you need to... From a Blue Jays angle, obviously this would be this would be franchise-changing. Yes. Yeah, he's not going to pitch for a year, probably a year and a half, with his second Tommy John surgery. But just to get his bats in the, and his speed, like there's no player ever who's been like Sho- Shohei Otani. No. Not just on the field, but off the field. Like the marketing, the sponsorship, the engagement with um, the Japanese community, which is sizable in Toronto, it would be unbelievable. Like, I, but just with the Blue Jays, I downright refuse to get excited about it. No. How many times have I seen the Blue Jays are in the running or finished in second place for said free agent I'm not getting my hopes up he's staying on the west coast I'm not believing anything until I see him in a press conference in a Jays jersey I'm oh. not doing it I'm not doing it I remember Michael Brantley a few years ago they said they signed him yeah Corey Seager like how many times with um, Anibal Sanchez or whatever that Tigers pitcher was back in 2014 like I am not 
getting excited. I won't do it, Nathan. I will. I have one message, and it is for the Toronto media to please shut the fuck up. Like, I don't want to hear it. Don't get everyone excited because then they're, everyone's going to be pissed when he doesn't sign. So don't get excited. And yet, everyone's getting excited. Even myself, and I don't want to be getting excited. So please, please, for the love of God, shut up. Yeah, Just no, let he's, it be. He's, he's not... Also, uh, weren't, there wish, rep- weren't there reports that if it got leaked into the media that he was wanting to sign... Like, his, he's had meetings with teams or something, that he was going to be less likely to sign yeah, with I that heard, team? Like, I haven't heard that personally, but... You you can't you can't overpromise here. Like, like remember, like the media is owned by Rogers, who owns the Blue Jays, right? Yeah. So there's some intel here. Like, but I, I I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, Nathan. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm steadfastly believe he's going to be a Dodger or, or a Giant. If he goes back to the Angels, he needs his brain examined for CTE. Like, he, he, I I guess I forgot to mention the Angels yeah. are still in the running too. But no, do we he's, really he's expect him to go back there? He's not coming. He's not. Don't get your hopes up. No. Um, and the report I saw last night, I don't know how you feel about this, but if they signed Otani, Bo and Vladdy are going up on the trade That's market. That's just John Heyman shoveling shit for the ages. That would make no sense to me. It's it's not that that would just be stupid. That's just because then you're an eighty five. Then you're the Angels. You're an eighty five yeah. win team. You're make like you're making a win now move to go get Otani. Maybe one of them. I could see maybe you. maybe you're like you know what Vlad you you've regressed every year since 2021, uh, you're out of shape every spring training, you Otani's got a DH so you you'd be first base full time which he hasn't proven he can do he needs 20 to 30 DH days a year, like uh, maybe that'll happen but if they trade let's say Bizarro World they bring in Otani and they trade Vlad and Bo, well enjoy third place in the division because you've just become the Angels without Mike Trout yeah fair right. enough. Um, I look at it as I don't buy it that they would trade both of them. I don't think they would trade either, to be honest. I think John Heyman's also shoveling just some shit out there. Well, he's how many, he's like he's like he's not as bad as Bob Nightingale, but he's wrong a lot. Yeah, like a lot, a lot. A lot. Um, if you ask me, what I think is more plausible is they keep Bo and Vladdy for a year. If they don't win a championship. Next, like next year with Shohei, if they he were to sign, <laughs> then we're one getting of, so out of ourselves. One, I know, <laughs> one of them or both of them are getting traded it, because likely well, the Jays aren't going to want to pay them their money. I texted you this like a week or two ago. Bobuchet is not going to spend his entire career with the Blue Jays. No, probably that's not, not how he's wired. He's going to go to free agency at one point. Mm-hmm. And I love Bobuchet, but he hasn't proven to me he can step it up in the big games. Neither is Vlad. Neither is Springer. Neither is Varsho. Well, Springer did in Houston, but. Well, not in Toronto. I don't care what he did in Houston. What what else did he do in Houston? Jesus Christ, look what you're doing to the fan. Hold You could dive it down when you spend your hours editing this masterpiece. It doesn't take hours to edit, but okay. Like my like this like this team, I said it before, I have no investment of this team until they prove to me that I should be invested. Yeah. Right. I, I So my like so and also apparently he's meet teams are meeting Shohei and his reps in LA this weekend in LA hint 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 well yeah hint but also he lives in LA well yeah I hope so he was an angel for so yeah. long um and the report I think I saw was or I don't think I've seen a report but I just I'm speculating beginning of the winter meetings he'll sign which is beginning of next I don't week. think he's gonna sign until January 
Oof, well, I don't know. Just people are gonna. It's gonna be a process. The the we'll speculation's see. building up. I think it's next week. They fucking better because I hate I hate the MLB offseason. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it's such a dry hump. Like the, all this speculation and rumors and oh sources say like the NHL screws a lot of things up, but their free agency is perfect. Yep, I they agree. have July first. Pretty much everyone important signs that day with or that week. MLB it takes months and months. Like I remember the 2019 offseason, Machado, Harper. Josh Donaldson. That was a really good free agency class. Bryce Harper didn't sign with the Phillies until, until spring training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. March. Or and late February. What like, was it with insane. the... I remember the Encarnacion uh, offseason. Oh, I hated that. He signed, like, right at Christmas or something. That was the worst offseason I've ever... Like, the back and forth between the agent and the and the Rogers' own media. And I remember Tim and Sid were on it every day. It was that, with Paul Kinzer, his agent. And then we turn around and sign Kendris Morales. Oh my god. Fritz bring back PTSD. Um I I believe Shohei is gonna sign next week. Um that's just my thing. I think he's signing at the winter meetings. From all indications that I've heard of reports, he wants to sign close to the winter meetings. And most players do sign close to the winter meetings. Um contract wise. If... I, I think he's gonna be a Dodger and I hate to say it because the Dodgers just pay to pay to win. Yep. Dodger or a Giants. I if he's a, I'd rather he not go to the Giants because of the ballpark. He won't succeed there offensively to the extent that he did in, with the Angels. It's hard for um, left-handed hitters to do well there because of the triples alley mm-hmm. there. So, uh, in terms of the contract, he'll get he'll get over five hundred million probably on a ten or eleven year deal with probably an opt out after three or four years. Because what if he comes back in let's say two years from now and pitches again? Yeah. And he's awesome and he's two sixty five ERA with forty home runs. Then he can opt out and get seven hundred million. If he, well, he'd be older by then. How old is he now? Twenty. I want to say he's twenty. Twenty-nine, thirty. He's not thirty yet. He's twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Because um, he was twenty-two when he arrived in twenty seventeen or eighteen. Let's check. He's twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Maybe twenty-nine at the most. He is twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Okay. So, so I'm gonna say he signs a lifetime contract with opt-outs. Yep. So I'm gonna say he signs ten years. And I think someone's going to give him 600 mil, 60 mil a year. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's no salary cap in baseball. Yeah, so. and once he, like, next year, he's not going to be worth it because he's not pitching. Yeah. He's go- still going to be an extremely valuable hitter, but he's not going to be worth it when yeah. he's not pitching. But when he comes back to pitching, he's, like, worth $30, 40000000 million each in both those categories. I mean, it's crazy that this is a once-in-a-lifetime player, and not every team. Every team should make an offer on this player. I think everyone probably did. Not but- Oakland. I bet you Oakland made some Oakland has if Oakland had a real owner this would be a once in a generation opportunity to sign a transcendent player you're on the west coast which is where he wants Mm -hmm. you sell out your arena every day if you sign him in yeah for the most part and you attract other players but we all know that cheapskate John Fisher would never um, offer anything above 50 million let alone 500 Mm -hmm. so maybe you'd go to Vegas if they were there that's not that far away from the west coast but Vegas won't have ballpark till 2028, is it? Something like that. So, um, Shoei Tani, 10 years, $600 million, Los Angeles Dodgers, my, my prediction. Yeah, I can see that. Um, anything else we want to dive into? Um, not particularly. You have anything on your mind? I mean, other than the Seahawks just yeah, you can, you sinking can my sorrows right now. 
Um, your Bengals suck, though. Well, they see. don't have a quarterback. Well, they suck. No, they don't. They were mid when Burrow was healthy. <laughs> he was. He has been healthy all year. What are you talking about? Well, he was healthy for a bit, and they still were. And they won. And they won like they went like three and one when he was healthy. Okay. Uh, Seahawks Hill. Um, it's the most frustrating thing that they cannot get their offense and their defense right at the same time. The only time like they've had it right that I've been witness for is like 2013 and 2014 when they went back back Super Bowls. Then what happens? Shut up, Joseph. We're not bringing that up again. Um, Malcolm Butler. Ow! Nathan just assaulted me. Yeah. Call the police. Um, their, the, their offense is finally shows up yesterday after like four games or so, something, whatever it was. And Gino was cooking. DK was cooking. JSN had his best game as a rookie. Tyler Lockett, I, I didn't watch all of it, but I heard Tyler Lockett was pretty bad and it had a bad drop. What are you, what are you, what are you doing there? Nothing. <laughs> uh, the but then their defense got absolutely torched yesterday. I thought in the 49ers game their defense wasn't honestly that bad. I thought the reason why they sucked, though, was because the offense couldn't get any yards and then they would punt and the 49ers would be set up in good field position every time. And then I thought their defense did a, a solid job holding off the Niners' offense. But then yesterday just went to shits. The Cowboys exposed them badly. Uh, Dak honestly might be an MVP candidate. Yeah, he's playing really well. I don't know if I could give it to him because he's not going to win his division. But if they can overpass the Eagles, then maybe. Yeah, big big playoffs for Dak. This is his legacy right here in, in Dallas because he has not won in the playoffs. No, and he always has good regular season stats for the most part. He's got he's got a supporting cast. He can't complain about it. He doesn't. He's got a good defense. He has a good regular season, but he doesn't have MVP season. This, this is a rare occurrence that he's actually doing that. Um, yeah, we got to figure out our shit badly. Um, we need to pat like our. I I love Bobby Wagner, but man, it's hard to watch this guy play. Washed. He is. He is good in the run defense, but man, he sucks in pass defense. That's funny because wasn't that his calling card back in the day? He was fast, right? Yeah, he's not fast anymore. He's yeah. slow. Yeah. He age just caught up to him. He's really slow. He gets beat by everyone. I remember the first play of the Niners game uh, last Thursday on Thanksgiving. Uh, they just threw it to McCaffrey and like in the kind of just as a check down, like five yards, and Wagner was on him, and McCaffrey just went. And just burned him. And McCaffrey got like 15 yards off it. Yeah. Uh, he's slow. He can't really go defend any... Like, they probably have to play him on a tight end. But they're not going to play him on a tight end in coverage. No. Because he's not particularly big from what I remember. No, he's... He's not tall, certainly. No. It's like 250, I think. But like That's not, not huge tall. for a linebacker. Um, need a pass rusher. Secondary's been fine, but oh, Tariq Willen has been... Actually, I think he had an all-rate game yesterday from what I could tell, but that he has had such a bad tackling issue all year, and it's been so evident, and then they benched him last week against the Niners, and I'm like, thank God, honestly. Like, he was supposed to be sick, but he couldn't tackle shit. Um, yep. yep. You want to... Bengals, they get going to trade T. Higgins? Oh, yeah. Season? Yeah. They're not paying two wide receivers a ton of money because they got to pay Chase. Next year, though, right? Yeah, but um, in a, in a league like this where you've already paid your quarterback, um, record-setting amount of money, could you see there's them, only so much money. Could to you go see around. them franchise tagging him? Or do you think they? Well, do? that's a good way to piss them off. Yeah. Like you, you, they can certainly, but then your relationship with him is fucked. So. Well, 
I'd rather I'd rather just get rid of Tyler Boyd and just sign Higgins to a shit ton of money. Hmm. But Boyd is still good if they want to get rid of Higgins, even though we can't catch anymore apparently. Yeah. Uh, I guess one thing back to the Seahawks, they got to get JSN more involved. Their offense is good when he's involved. He's good. Yep. And he had a good game yesterday. Look what happened. They scored 35 points. They got to stop throwing these stupid little screen wide receiver screens to Slants it. in the end zone. Stop, gotta stop throwing slants in the end zone. I'm ready to, like, <laughs> straight up knock you out right now. You can knock me out. Ah. God, so sensitive. So sensitive. It was 10 years ago, man. You're like six years old. Okay, well, what are you, uh, what's some. Nothing's, lo- nothing life? angers me. Nothing. Uh, Oh, yeah? Does uh, Aaron Donald 2021 Super Bowl anger you at all? I wasn't a Bengals fan yet. Oh, my God. So you're the definition of a bandwagoner. Yeah. I used to be a Browns fan. I was a Johnny Manziel bandwagoner. Oh, my God. My. I cheered for them in that Super Bowl over the Rams, but I wasn't like a... I wasn't... They weren't my team. My ears. They hurt. Yeah. I'm not an NFL guy, Nathan. I'm a casual. I jump. I jump to the Vikings. The Browns, when they were cool. Who else have I gone with? The Bills... Occasionally the Dolphins, with when Ryan Fitzpatrick was there. Oh, I was gonna say if you went to the Dolphins now, I'd like no, it because no, no. I like the Dolphins. Not to a, to a tug of concussion, but yeah, he's great. Don't hate on him. I, well, just wait till he gets sacked awkwardly and his career is over. He learned how to protect himself now. Oh, please. Jujitsu. Jujitsu. He just wait till Aaron Donald and I don't know Malcolm Butler come and sandwich him on a cornerback blitz. Yeah, because Malcolm Butler's still. Is he he could probably no. He's retired. Or, I think he's retired. Oh well. Malcolm Butler, I, I, sorry, I hate you. I have nothing. What a great play by an undrafted rookie, who ha- didn't play very much in that game. You're just like really asking to get knocked out right now. I must say. Unbelievable, this guy. Unbelievable. How sad. Um, Ten year, you won a you won a championship. Why are you so salty about? You won the champion. It's not like you've never seen a championship for in the your Seahawks. life. Yeah, the thing they is, they won. Though, Who cares? If they make that, you play. can one and one is not a bat, and it's not even like like people just make fun of the play. Don't make fun of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson escapes unscathed. No one makes fun of Ricardo Lockett. If they win that Super Bowl, they might. You're looking at maybe the next Patriots. Oh, like dinosaurs. No, I don't think it's that hot to take. They don't have didn't have any that's, receivers. That's not that hard to take. It, Marshawn was washed by then almost. No, he wasn't. Almost. He was like a year or two away from being okay. washed. Doug Baldwin, number two. Jermaine Curse is a, is, was a number three. And Jimmy Graham, was he there yet? He got traded after they lost. Okay, like he wasn't that good at that point either. And, no, and, I, and the Legion of Boom fell off pretty quickly afterwards. I'm not sure they go make a... Tr- the Legion of Boom did not fall off, by the way. Not tell another... Yeah, like two years. So you're two or three years. Yeah, so you think the next Patriots? What are you talking about? Patriots are defined by their longevity. Dude, they can redraft and rebuild, and oh, you know, win a Super Bowl. People want to come play there. Let's ride, Seahawks country. Let's ride. Bring back Russell Wilson. Actually, that's one thing I would love to say. I love seeing Russ do good. He is the corniest, cringiest love, person I've seen in my life. Love seeing Russ do good. The um, best thing about us is us. Jesus Christ. Mr. What are we dating? Mr. What's unlimited? Mr. Unlimited. Who's that? That's Russ. You gotta be unlimited. No, uh, I love seeing Russ. Broncos, Um, That's right. I still think the Seahawks won that trade because 
Uh, well, yeah, because of this contract. We got Charles Cross from it. We got uh, 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 Tariq Woolen. We got... Drew Locke. Uh, did we get Kenneth Walker with that draft pick? I don't even know. Drew Locke, sure. No fan. Uh, I, th- I thought that was a good deal. Um, it, Russ is doing good now. And yeah, for now. Making it a little bit better for them. But um, long term, I think the Seahawks definitely win that trade. Short time they won it too. This year they're probably not. Well, maybe they're winning it. Be close to saying they might make the playoffs. Maybe. They, I hope they do. They have to. They they must find a way to split with the Eagles Niners. If they can take both, sure, somehow. But they got. They're take, not taking both. They got to find a way to at they're least. They're not beating the one Eagles. Of them. Not beating the Eagles. The Eagles are. They're playing the Eagles at home. By the way, you see the Kelsey Christmas album? I wanted to kill myself after listening to it. I did not listen to it, but I've seen. I've just, like heard a little bit of the. Kelsey Please just stop. They can't sing. They like they're funny, and I guess Travis Kelsey is banging Taylor Swift. Like good for you, but wait till she releases her next album and you get eviscerated. Like my God, please just stop. Please, please, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. What do you think of people saying it's a publicity stunt? Well, it is. It partially. I don't. I mean, they like each other. Yeah. But it's a publicity stunt. Mm. Like you think they're getting married, Nathan? No, they're having sex. With a little bit of a, with a little bit of, not saying they don't care about each other. Obviously, they do. They're, it's a relationship, but, but it's not. They're not getting married. They're gonna get married. I'll say that. I believe. And I think Kelsey wants to retire pretty quick, so he's gonna have a lot more time to hang out and stuff. Kelsey's. There's been talks he's gonna retire after this year. I don't Travis? think he's gonna. Yeah, both of them might walk well, away together. Jason's old, so. Jason's got to be at least 36. Jason's done after this year, I believe. Did he, was he on that Eagles team that won? Yeah. Nick Foles? Okay, yeah. so he's he has a ring. So Yeah, that's what made it good last year yeah. when they lost that. It wasn't just Travis getting another ring and Jason being yeah. left up dry. It was yeah. actually... Okay. I miss Nick Foles. Him. Big dick Nick. That's what they call me. Uh... Just minus one key element. My name's not Nick. <laughs> 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 All right. I believe that uh, wraps it up. Uh, moral of this episode, the j- ease, ease up on the Canucks. The, the start's legit. Do I think they're a playoff team? Yes. Do I think they're winning a round? Maybe. Depends on the matchup. They can, they're not beating Vegas. They might beat the Kings. It'd be really tough to beat the Kings. Prob- not beating Dallas. The Kings center depth, I hope you realize, is Kopitar, Deneau, Dubois. Edmonton beat him twice. They didn't have Dubois then. They had, they had to know. And they, Byfield and. And Byfield looks and Fiala. better this year and. Yeah, I don't know. Kings are sick. Like who else would it be? Like somehow if they were to luck into Nashville, they'd win. But that's not happening. The Canucks? Yeah. Well, how they how would they do if, that? They'd have to get to like first in the division. But that's not happening. Yeah, I would think, if they can get a. Nah, they wouldn't even beat Colorado. Depends probably. on what place Edmonton's at. That might happen. If they go 2 3, but that's all. They might have to be. They're going to most likely have to beat LA or Vegas in the playoff series. Yep. That's, they could beat the Kings. In the round one. They will not beat the Golden Knights. They will not. Barring major injuries. Or It'll be interesting to see how they play against the Kings at the end of the year because all their four games are in their last like twenty-one games. Yep, it's gonna be gonna be good. I like Tocket, but bring him up. Let's 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 stop the Tocket hype train. It, he's just the coach. I agree. Um, 
yeah, moral of this episode, Canucks start legit. He's up. Otani, don't get your hopes up. He's probably still signing in L.A. for the other L.A. team. Um, Seahawks need to figure out their shit. And that's it. And that sums it up. So if you got this far, thanks for listening. Peace out. See ya.